Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online and around the world. With the most candid interviews. We did it, we did it together, and uh, it's just so exciting for me to just be a part of this with them, with all the 11 other players. It's truly an experience that I will cherish forever. Taking you beyond the ropes. Whatever you think is possible for you, or, or even what's not possible, you know, beyond your wildest dreams, go for it. You know, just go for it and think big and believe in yourself and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. Unforgettable stories. He's hit some putts with it, so he gets his phone out and he just takes a picture of the grip and down the putter and doesn't say anything and he just pings it to Tiger. And of course, Tiger pinged him right back like, what in the hell are you doing with my putter? Do not <laughs> touch that putter. <laughs> a bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. It was pretty good, I think, <laughs> obviously, but uh, I was fairly relaxed most of the day and uh, just tried to play around a golf. It's a difficult golf course in these conditions. The wind blowing a little bit more, and I actually thought the greens were a little firmer and faster again today, which was great. But, you know, a few adjustments to be made out there, and I was fairly comfortable on the golf course. Obviously, some good stuff on the back nines and some nice putts coming in, and uh, it was just enough to hang on. Uh, your first PGA Tour victory in nearly four years. You're turning 40 this year. You've got plenty of great golf ahead of you. But at this time in your career, when you get a victory like this, do you cherish them a little more? Oh, absolutely. I think I did winning the Australian PGA in Australia in December and, uh, you know, going nearly four years without a win on tour. Um, and I've played some good golf in that stretch, especially last year. It's not easy to win out here, so I'm definitely going to cherish this one. It was an incredible field this week on an incredible course. This will be a special win for me. You're leading me to my next question. You trended last year. Now, obviously, by winning this Invitational with this field, expectations are going to come at you in externally and maybe internally. How do you manage all of that? Well, I think I, I set a pretty high, high bar for myself anyway, um, so... The good thing is, is I've kind of been in a position like that before where I've played at top level golf in the world. And if I'm trending in that way, that's great. And hopefully I know how to handle it. Are you expecting more wins this year? I hope so. I hope this isn't the end for me. Adam Scott, that was him speaking to Todd Lewis, courtesy of Golf Channel in a star studded field in the city of stars on a golf course that not only historically hosted some of the biggest names in the History of Hollywood, all of it came together to put Adam Scott atop the leaderboard. His own efforts were a one under par 70 in the final round to finish on 11 under par. It was a day in which the golf course took a lot out of the players and in particular down that finishing stretch consumed many of them. Uh, Will Haskett, Mark Carnival were the analysts for P PGA Tour Radio. You can hear PGA Tour Radio each week for PGA Tour events. You can hear them on the PGA Tour app. You can hear them on PGATour.com, and both of those locations are free. Will Haskett and Mark Carnival provided us with this recap of what happened. Will? Matty, thank you so much. It's always a special week to cover. It's a great golf course. The field we know has become so incredibly strong that – it's hard not to live up to the hype that this week has to deliver. And given how 
emotional it became down the stretch, Mark Carnival, to have Adam Scott be the hoister of the trophy this week. It was a special ending as well. It was, and again, uh, just a gentleman. And a lot of there's a lot of gentlemen on the PGA Tour. Uh, I, I can't think of anyone that's not, but uh, it, it's tough because it just goes to the fact of how tough this game is that Adam Scott, an unbelievably accomplished player, has battled and believes that, hey, you know, it's time for me to shine. When all these other players are shining, Roy McIlroy ascends to number one in the world. Brooks Kepka maybe having some physical issues. Dustin Johnson there. Tiger Woods. It, there's just so much going on. And I think it's just attributes to the fact that how talented a player Adam Scott is and the fact that he's won on a golf course where he won before. Got some validation this week. But it's a golf course, when you look at where he's won through his career, it's one that you would think, okay, his name should be on that list of players who should win here. It should be about Adam Scott in the immediate wake of this tournament, but there will be lots of underlying ripples coming out of this tournament in terms of discussion. Roy McIlroy makes triple alongside Adam Scott making double at the fifth. That really turned what we thought was going to shape up to be maybe a two-horse race down the stretch on its head, and everything went haywire after that. Adam Scott recovered. Rory McIlroy really never did. That was such an interesting dynamic in a, on a Sunday afternoon. And I think contributing to Rory's struggles was his putting. Just couldn't make the putts. The 10-foot range couldn't make them not only in the final round, had a hard time making him the first three rounds. And you, and you have to sit there and think, and, and I like the approach and the attitude that Rory McIlroy has, but you have to wonder, you know, maybe you need to get a little ticked off. Maybe you just can't accept it under certain circumstances because – he makes the mistake, fine. You, you deal with that, you get over it, but he never bounced, as you said, never bounced back from it. Speaking of not making putts, so the world will be buzzing about Tiger Woods' weekend performance. It wasn't very good on Friday. It wasn't nearly as bad as it ended up being on the weekend. Finishes in the last position of his own tournament, and I know people are going to say, oh, he's never won here, and I think that was completely overblown. It just happened to be that he'd finished runner-up here a couple of times. But there were some concerning moments over the weekend with how Tiger Woods played, especially given how we've seen him play over the last few months. And you have to wonder, and I have no insider information, uh, and this is all new for Tiger. Even the success he had a year ago, he's a year older now. Uh, He won Zozo, yes. But, you know, how is his body holding up? We don't know. Tiger doesn't share a lot of that. Uh, He didn't look like there was something going on, but you just don't know. And it'll be interesting to see. With a lot of pretty important events coming up, you know, how he responds. Classic design, firm, fast conditions. Nobody shot better than 68 on Sunday. Matt, it was truly a joy to behold. And Adam Scott, a worthy winner here at the Genesis Invitational. Will Haskett and Mark Carnival, we very much appreciate your efforts and that of the entire PGA Tour radio team. You can catch the PGA Tour radio coverage again this week of the World Golf Championships Mexico Championship. And once again, you can hear it for free on the PGA Tour app. You can hear it for free on PGATour.com. And you can hear it on the paid service around North America on Sirius X. M. All right. Now, they kind of laid it out for us there, the gents did, in terms of where we're going with this show, because you're going to hear from Rory McIlroy and you're going to hear extensively from Tiger Woods. In just a moment, you're going to hear from extensively the winner, Adam Scott. But first, I wanted to talk about what happened when they came in and the fact that he was tied with Rory and he was also tied with Matt Kuchar. When the final accounting was done, Cooch finished only two shots behind Adam Scott. 
Cooch had rounds of 64, 69, 70, and 72. Yes, definitely trending in the wrong direction, but alas, when it was all said and done, finishing in a tie for second at nine under par. Here is the way that Matt Kuchar assessed the round. It was one hard day out there. Uh, John Wood pulled me aside on the driving range and I said, knew I wasn't playing my best. said, listen, those pin locations are harder today. Uh, You play smart. You know, pars are going to be good on every hole. Uh, and basically that was that was my intent. That was my game plan. Um, and, and, you know, did, did fairly well considering. All right, that was Matt Kuchar after finishing nine under par in a tie for second. Here's the way that leaderboard looked. Adam Scott finishing the top at 11 under par. This leaderboard report is brought to you by the Streamsong Resort, streamsongresort.com, tied for second. Sun Kang, Scott Brown, Matt Kuchar, all nine under par. Tied for fifth were scores of eight under par. Those scores obviously three shots behind Adam Scott. Hideki Matsuyama with a final round of 69. Bryson DeChambeau with a final round of 69. You'll hear from Bryson coming up in the program in just a little while. Max Homa with a final round 70 to finish at 8 under par. Joel Damon, unfortunately, who bogeyed the last slide. I figured it out this morning, Diamond. I mean, how much that bogey at 18 oh, I don't cost Joel know. Damon? Oh, I don't want to know. $380,000. Oh, brutal. Rory McIlroy finished in a tie for fifth at eight under par. Tied for tenth. Ches Reevy at seven under. Dustin Johnson at seven under. Taylor Gooch, the last in that group, all at seven under par. Tied for 13 scores were six under par. Vaughn Taylor, uh, Konghu Lee, James Hahn, and Harold Varner the third finishing at six under par. Varner, unfortunately for him, had a 74 in the final round. Tied for 17 scores are those at five under par and included Patrick Cantlay, who said he's not going to play in this week's World Golf Championships, Mexico Championship, because he's getting a deviated septum operated on. So he's hoping that his nose will heal up and he'll be back at it again shortly thereafter. Scott Piercy finished at five under par, quietly playing very well and working his way up leaderboards each week. In fact, he worked his way up five spots from the start of the day. Rafael Cabrera-Bello finished at 500 and tied for 17th with a final round 70. And John Rahm, who dropped six spots in a leaderboard from the start of the day, but still a top 20 for Rahm at five under par after a 72 in the final day. So too tied for 17th, Wyndham Clark. That's his best finish in the last seven events. The six prior to that, he had three missed cuts, but he did have a top 18 finish. Well, now he has a top 17 finish at five under par after his final round of a 72. Russell Henley dropped 13 spots in the leaderboard with a final round 75 to finish on five under par. Okay, as I mentioned to you, there were a lot of different players that were playing their part in what took place. You're about to hear from... Adam Scott, I'll be getting to that in just a moment, but pausing to take a look at what Adam Scott has done from a body of work, a career of work. This was his 14th PGA Tour victory. He was the 2013 Masters Champion, the 2004 Players Champion. He's won two World Golf Championships. He's a nine-time President's Cup International Team member, and he was number one in the world back in 2014 for a total of... 11 weeks. Now, as I mentioned and you heard, he beat Matt Kuchar, who he started the day tied with, as well as Rory McIlroy. But some of those players that played well and worked their way up the leaderboard included Bryson DeChambeau. Now, Bryson was speaking a lot about the virtues of power. 
he has really since he's come back out and, and showed us that he's put on all this weight and he really was doing a lot of training in the gym. Well, bookend rounds of 69 on Saturday and Sunday, and in particular Sunday saw him rise six spots up in the leaderboard to finish in that tie for fifth. So this was Bryson DeChambeau's cut on the round that was on Sunday. My game's getting better. I'm hitting it a lot farther. Felt like as the week went on, I got a little tired. Um, probably wasn't resting enough and wasn't able to hit it as far as I wanted to. I mean, I was so surprised I didn't clear the bunker on 17 today, but was able to still hit it up there and wedge it close. And that's a true sign that my wedge game is getting a lot better. Um, stuff I'm using is working really well and um, performing on a professional level, not an amateur level with those wedges now. So that's a good thing for me and um, just keep improving. Yeah, Bryson DeChambeau talking about the improvement that he's making, particularly off the the tee. Measured distance yesterday, 321 yards for the week. His average was 315.8. That is pretty darn good. And his greens and regulation were very solid, too. Yesterday he was over 72% of the same. Now, Max Homa was making a lot of noise, 65 on Saturday. And then on Sunday, clawing his way up the leaderboard, he would end up settling with a 70 yesterday, but a tie for fifth. Now, this is a player that's already heavily engaged with fans on social media, so people like him already, and he's really funny. I had a buddy of mine from, from Ireland send a video clip. Really good swing, and he, and he hit the ball really well, and he goes, well, you know, what do you think my handicap is, Max? And Max came back and said, your flexibility. Here's what Max uh, Homa had to say about what was that final round 70. Yeah, it was a tough day. Golf course is awesome. Uh, it was obviously firmer and a little faster. Uh, pins were, were brutal. Uh, 18 is always hard. There's not a big area to land the, the golf ball. I didn't hit a great drive and put myself in a tough spot. Um, made a freaking great swing with the nine iron. And just, like I said, it's, if it lands maybe 10 feet shorter, it's pretty good where it lands it's it just goes in the in a just a tricky spot tough lie tried to hit a cute little pitch to make it and you know it wasn't to be but uh played really well kept my head on straight and it was a lot of fun max home was a lot like joel damon in that they're packed with personality keep an eye on these players it's easy to like them there's no doubt about that benhogangolf.com when you log on there you can see all the great things that ben hogan is doing they've got great product coming out in 2020 they've got great product that you should consider right now as far as the irons go the ptx pro iron absolutely lit the industry on fire last year and that's the iron that we're planning on giving to every player or every person every listener every player you are that too that are going to the listeners trip with us to french lick this summer you can imagine that you're going to get a set of forged ben hogan irons well you guys can check out on your own if you want to see what these ptx pro irons are all about or their driver or their wedges or their hybrids or their putters whatever it is it suits you benhogangolf.com and you're going to save yourself 40 50 percent retail markup because they don't go through retailers. There is no middleman. It is direct between you and them. BenHoganGolf.com. All right, Adam Scott. Here is Adam addressing the media in the wake and glow of his victory. It feels really good. I mean, that's fun to poke fun at the thing in 05, but it is 15 years ago, so I really moved on from that by now. But it's incredibly satisfying to win a tournament of this stature. Uh, on a golf course of this stature it's uh, it was a wonderful week it was incredibly enjoyable just being here with the weather like this the course in perfect condition and and a great field 
but uh, even better to come out on top and kind of have your game really tested today. It was not easy, uh, and that was most enjoyable uh, to kind of see that my game is holding up. You turned 40 in July. Just wondering where you feel your career is at at this stage and, and how much self-belief do you take out of it? Um, my career is in a good spot, I guess. Um, you know, even before winning uh, this week, I feel like physically and uh, somewhat mentally I'm okay after 20 years out here. And, uh, you know, I really do believe if I can maintain motivation and, and focus, the next five years can be my best years on tour. Um, but, you know, that it's easy to say those things. It's very hard to do. Maintaining that focus and that drive for the long periods of time isn't easy, but uh, I think I need that to achieve everything. I To leave the game satisfied at some point, um, but they're pretty lofty goals, so this is a good start. It's one, one week out of the next five years. Scotty, just wondering how much the winless drought weighed on your mind the last four years? Um, I think probably for a couple years it weighed on my mind. It was frustrating, but I think I was generally frustrated for the for seventeen and eighteen. You know, I was push I was pushing myself very hard. There was lots lots uh, changing in my life with a couple of kids and stuff, and I was pushing myself very hard on the golf course, probably in the wrong direction a little bit, uh, and just you know having that battle like you get in a bit of a funk and still expecting to just be a great player and win tournaments and I realized uh, you know you really need to have things lined up and things kind of going your way to give yourself a chance to win out here there's so many great players it's very hard to see anyone dominating because the the strength is deep now and uh, you know slowly but surely I've kind of got things back into a good place. And just to follow it up, do you feel that you'll um, sort of play freer the rest of the year knowing that monkey's off your back? Hopefully. I mean, it's 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 weird. It's I'm sure I'm sure you take away confidence from it, but as soon as you come down to putting a pen on paper next Thursday again, you're going to you know, whatever instincts you naturally have, they kick back in and you know, I'll be I'm not going to be happy just freewheeling it next week and running 50th because I just didn't care and just went for everything. You know, I'm going to try and play uh, the way I know it, um, I think is best for me. So ho- hopefully it does just give me the confidence to play um, a little better and certainly uh, those fresh feelings of what it's like being in contention is good, I think, especially coming into Besides practice, obviously, how did you turn your short game and, and putting from a maybe a liability into a into a strength? I just got a little bit creative with my short game about eighteen months ago. I I was fooling around a little bit, doing kind of some silly stuff by the green, and my coach said, "You know, look, as silly as that might feel, and you're messing around, it actually looks like it's in a really good position to hit shots from. So just keep fooling around." And that's kind of um, evolved into what I'm doing now. It's not very technical at all. It's just a feeling in my right arm, and that was it. Um, so 
and it was great last year and my confidence has gone up because I've uh, performed better with it and uh, you know I've chipped away at the putting the putting has always been something that's temperamental with me certainly mentally um, but you know I think I've found what what works well for me you know in the way I practice my putting and also in uh, the type of putter that I'm using uh, in the TV interview, whatever point in my career I'm at, I, I'd just be curious, what exactly is that? Are you Well, I don't know. Everyone old? everyone tells me I'm turning 40 this year, and, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if they're insinuating that's kind of the beginning of the end. <laughs> I don't know if you, that's from experience or, or uh, just there's no doubt. I mean, you know, the, the age of guys peaking is getting younger. There's far less dominant players in their 40s today than there was before so you know I, I, I feel lucky at the moment I'm very healthy as far as the golfing for 39 year old goes and uh, sorry I I uh, I got to make the most of that while while I'm out here you know it's only going to get harder probably I hope I'm the exception to the rule and kind of play like VJ did in his 40s <laughs> All right, that was uh, the address to the obvious of the entire media following his victory at the Genesis Invitational by Adam Scott. Frenchlick.com, when you guys log on there, you can see why multiple options of where you want to stay. Two historic hotels and very distinctive for a whole variety of different reasons. It's one of these places that when you go, you're going to feel the charm that is the American uh, Midwest Everything about it. I mean, when we were there, even last time I was there with Donna, up on the deck, there was one of those brass bands, you know, playing, and they all have the, you know, the flat barbershop type caps on and, and the red vests. It was it was men and women, but they they were singing the songs and playing the music, and people were sitting on rocking chairs watching them all around. It was just it takes you back to a time and place, even though you're surrounded by all of the modern luxuries. Whatever it is that you want to invest your time in, whether you want to go to their world-class casino or whether you want to go to the world-class golf courses, that's there for your consumption as well. Frenchlick.com for more information on that. All right, we got a lot to get to. Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods still lie in the balance today in terms of, I guess, is it safe to say with both of them, what happened? I do. I do think that's a fair question, and that's a question that we are going to try to answer as the Fairways of Life show on this Monday continues. Stay with us. If you listen to the wind, you can hear it. That's Ireland calling you home. Home to the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world, defined by soaring dunes, undulating fairways, venerable bunkers, and whimsical green complexes. From Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland, site to the 2019 Open Championship, to Ballyliffin, Lahinch, and Ballybunion, numbering among the Lynx golf masterpieces awaiting your golfing sojourn. Come home to Ireland and enjoy the most incredible golf experience of your life. Get started at Ireland.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B, the Tour Ball, reinvented.
Footjoy, the number one out brand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with performance gear to handle any weather condition. All Footjoy products are designed to provide the best golfing experience regardless of the conditions. Every piece of Footjoy gear goes through years of testing and validation to ensure the ultimate in golf performance. Trust the brand that has been number one forever. Learn how you can make every day playable at footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tea times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours, and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles. And they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Your game deserves the best of technology. Your game deserves being custom fit for the clubs that you play. Your game deserves getting the best technology at the best value. Tour Edge has it all. They build the product in the United States. They back it by a lifetime warranty. Think about that for a second. TourEdge.com to check them out. Why do you think players at the PGA Tour Champions have checked them out of the likes of Scott McCarron and Tom Lehman? Because the technology works. Check out Tour Edge today. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoeingGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Monday. Matt Adams here with you. Dom is behind the glass. Let's take a look for a second at the PGA Tour champions. This report is brought to you by... Tour Edge, touredge.com to see why legends of the game are turning to Tour Edge, and you should too. It's made in America, 48-hour turnaround on custom-fit orders. Think about that for a second, 48 hours turnaround and a lifetime warranty. Best of all, perhaps, is that they're making technology, all of the bells and whistles, available for everyone within reach of everyone's budget. That's always been their mantra. It continues to be the same, only they're not asking you to take a leap of faith on Tour Edge product. They're flat out saying, compare us to anybody you want. And you do. You should do that. You deserve to do that when you go into stores. Compare all the products together, and you'll be surprised, I'm sure, how Tour Edge is perfect for many. At the Chubb Classic, Scott Perrell ended up firing a final round of 63 and in a, as a result, securing his victory. It was, when it was all said and done, a two-shot victory over Bob Estes. He with a final round of 64. How about these scores 
on the PGA Tour champions. Now, Bernhard Langer birdied three of his first six holes, but he wasn't able to hang on his last 11 holes. He played at one over, so a final round of 69 for Langer, who's trying to chase down Hale Irwin with the all-time record of 45 wins on the PGA Tour champions. Bernhard finished at 13 under par, four shots behind Scott Pro when it was all said and done. One of those players playing Tour Edge was Tom Lehman. He moved 31 spots up on the leaderboard from where he started the day to finish in a top 10 tied for ninth. Reason being, he too, just like the winner, fired a final round of 63. Congratulations to all, and in particular to Scott Perel, who now has his third PGA Tour Champions victory. As they, they, a lot of times you'll hear the PGA Tour Champions called kind of the mulligan of a golfer's career. Well, in his case, it's quite literal because he left the game, went out and worked in private business and was able to come back and look at the career he's forging for himself now playing golf for a living. He's three times a winner on that circuit. That report is brought to you by Tour Edge. Dot com. Okay, a lot still to go through with you from everything that took place in the week that was in the world of golf, which includes the Genesis Invitational. He ended up finishing tied for fifth. Yes, that is the truth with Rory McIlroy. But it didn't seem as though it was something that should be celebrated yet another top five because Rory McIlroy ended up taking a seven and then followed that up with another bogey. And... For for Rory, even when he needed something to happen, looked like it might happen, he has a bogey on the 13th as well. All said and done for Rory McIlroy, and he finished at 8 under par. 8 under par was three shots behind the winner, Adam Scott. And when he got done, Rory McIlroy spoke to what happened. Yeah, definitely the toughest day of the week. You know, the wind was up. Uh, whole locations were in sort of tricky spots. Uh, course was firming up again, and uh, yeah, you know, one, you know, for me anyway, one little uh, sort of lapse on on five there, mid triple, and you know, actually, apart from that, played pretty well. Played the other holes in, in one under, so it was tough. It was, um, yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't expect it to be as difficult as it was, but um, you know, everyone was finding a tough out there, and. Uh, yeah, you know, Adam Adam held on well at the end. I, I was trying until the very end. I thought maybe if I could, you know, birdie, you know, a couple of the last few coming in, I might still have a chance. And, um, yeah, Adam Adam played great. A couple of really good up and downs. And, you know, the birdie on 17 sort of sealed the deal for him. All right, Rory McIlroy, who ended up finishing in a tie for fifth for Rory. The final round score for him was 73, and, it, and that was three shots behind. Uh, it was all said and done. Uh, Adam Scott who finished 11 under par after a one under round of 70 yesterday. For Adam Scott, he finished in a tie for 33rd, kind of recent uh, results, if you please, at the Zozo Championship. At the World Golf Championships, HSBC champions, though, he had a tie for 11th. The Australian Open, he missed the cut. To finish up the calendar year, he won the Australian PGA Championship, which, believe me, is a huge deal to him. And then now he's won the Genesis Invitational. So two wins in his last two starts. And you heard him mentioning in his press conference earlier about motivation. And if he can stay motivated, that he thinks he can continue to play well, even though, as many people noted, and he, he even said, is there an implication there that turning 40 is the demise of my career? And he told us earlier in the week that he, he tries to starve himself competitively until he has the motivation 
to come back and do, well, I guess exactly what he did, which was very impressive indeed. So, too, was an impressive what Imby Park did at the ISPS Handa Women's Australian Open. Do you know that she's now won 20 times on the LPGA? She spoke to what this victory means in terms of the individual win back into the winner's circle after two years being outside of it and what it means towards her career. Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, I didn't know when my 20th win was going to come, and everybody was like, are you, like, stuck on the 19th? Because it's, like, the 9th is, like, not the lucky number in Korea. So, like, everybody's, you're stuck in 19, maybe, and when is that 20 is going to come? And, you know, Australia has been, you know, the luckiest thing for me. And, you know, finally I get reached that 20 in Australia. It's, a, you know, a special place to reach that position because, you know, I have so many friends and um, my supporters are from Australia, and I really want to, you know, give, you know, know them some present a lot of fans in Australia I was really surprised you know how many fans came out to watch this week I was really thrilled to see them and the golf course was just in a pristine condition it's one of the best I've played and it's just uh, you know great tournament golf course and mm. I really enjoyed myself you know playing here today um, just the front nine was a little bit more easier for me but the back nine was probably hard for everyone uh, the wind was blowing really hard and you know I made a couple of bogeys which which can happen I mean there I didn't really have that many birdie opportunities on the back nine. The back nine was playing brutal. It mm-hmm. was really hard. Mm-hmm. And um, I just told myself that if I could just, you know, keep making pars, it'll be good enough. And um, you know, the par save, I made some great par saves out there today. And, you know, I knew that, you know, a lot of people was going to struggle out there today. So I was just trying to, um, you know, try to take that advantage of that three shot I had yesterday, and which I just did. NB Park, a 20-time winner now in the LPGA, including seven major championships and she's still I'll say only 31 years old because they talk about her as a veteran on the LPGA and the game has gotten so young that at 31 she's just entering the age where we used to talk about golfers hitting their full stride so what lies in store for Inby Park if that putter stays hot we shall see what about Tiger well he didn't really Stay hot. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tiger Woods in some detail by hearing his own words. Bridgestone has reinvented the golf ball. More power, more spin, more feel. They feature the all-new reactive core on their golf balls this year. Until now, you had to choose between distance or spin or spin and distance and not anymore. Bridgestone's new revolutionary reactive core technology has the answer. Log on to BridgestoneGolf.com and you can find the right golf ball for your game today tiger after this it's time for you to discover stream song a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary three internationally acclaimed link style courses by golf architecture's iconic foursome of gil hans tom dope bill core and ben crenshaw that provide a golf experience distinguished as unlike any you've ever had before with undulating fairways navigating through wild grasses and deep water ponds and lakes towering sand dunes to find the unexpected experience of playing golf at streamsong the ultimate legendary golf destination set apart by the unexpected streamsongresort.com foot joy the number one outer brand in golf ensures that you can make everyday playable with rain jackets for all weather conditions new to the fj performance outwear lineup this year is the all-new dry joy select ls the lightest most waterproof garment fj has ever produced setting a new standard in rainwear. amazingly it's actually lighter than a golf shirt but still fully waterproof you can shop now at footjoy.com slash m-e-d-p 
Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world, end quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today, only it's going directly to you, not through retail stores, so they're saving that 40%, 50% retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. Hey, my new book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars we call their finest moments. Moments like this. The 1973 U.S. Open. Here's Johnny Miller. We got a letter also on Saturday morning and said, you're going to win the U.S. Open from some guy in Iowa. And I never got a letter that that's all it was. They didn't sign it, nothing. It was just from Iowa. You're going to win the U.S. Open. So it was sort of an interesting experiences that led up to that uh, winning that Open. Uh, and, and the round itself was sort of out of nowhere because it just was a a perfect round of golf. I mean, it literally was a perfect round of golf. The book is called The Golf Round I'll Never Forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. Welcome back to Fairway's live show on this Monday. So for Tiger Woods... Rounds of 69 look promising, a 73, eh, a 76 on Saturday, not good. Remember the four putt, and then a 77 yesterday, as you heard from Carney earlier in the program. Is there something going on with Tiger? Is he feeling okay? Well, this is Tiger after finishing last at 11 over par, had this to say to the round that was. Well, I did not do do much well today, and... uh... Uh, good news, I hit every ball forward. Uh, did Haney backwards. A uh, couple sideways, but uh, overall it was, uh, I'm done. You know, I look at it that this part of my career, um, you really didn't exist a few years ago. And so to be able to do this, no matter what I shoot, uh, it's still disappointing, it's still frustrating. I'm still a little ticked. But um, I also look at it from a perspective, which I didn't do, you know, most of my career, that... Um, I'm going to, I have a chance to play, you know, going down the road, which uh, a few years ago, that wasn't the case. One of the things that's cool about where we're at with, it's really modern technology and social media and all that goes into it. Well, you have Golf TV, which is powered by the PGA Tour. That's a streaming service for international golf fans. 
You can actually follow Golf TV at Golf TV on social media. Well, they have a ton of content with Tiger Woods. And so when he got done, he and Henny Zool, who is their host presenter, had an extensive interview, at least by Tiger Woods standards, which always provides us with deeper insight that I'm just about to play for you. Ireland.com, when you log on to Ireland.com, you can immerse yourself into everything that is a source of wonder that is Ireland. It's not only about the awing, staggering natural beauty. It's not only about the uniqueness of the culture and how it's built on people and warmth and welcoming. It is very much about the experience that I'm sure is a bucket list for you, playing golf in Ireland, playing golf on the best Lynx golf courses in the world. You can do it all and get started at Ireland.com. So here is Henny speaking to Tiger for an assessment. You know, it was, um, excluding my play. Yeah. Uh, the event itself is... Uh, it's been fantastic. The golf course couldn't have been any better. Um, it was fast. Uh, yeah. We don't normally see it this quick um, and this challenging. I mean, it's re- reflective in the scoring today, and the guys aren't really doing much out there. So um, it was nice uh, to have a challenge like that, mm-hmm. and I think all the players you know, really appreciate that. Next week, yep. at least, you're definitely going to be off. Um, we spoke yesterday that you're going to be working on putting as one of those things, but how are you going to plan that week out? Are you pretty fluid with it, or do you say I'm going to do an hour of putting on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or how does um, it work? As of right now, I'll probably won't start practicing until probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna start training right away. Start start training tomorrow. Start getting after it. Mm-hmm. Um, try and put a little bit of weight on. Um, I'm a little bit light for me right now, mm-hmm. um, which I I don't really like. I like being a little bit lighter, but I'm not quite this light. So. Um, get in there, start eating a lot, and yeah. start start training. Yeah, I was going to ask how you did that. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to eat a little bit more. And yeah, it, it's hard because I eat a lot already. Um, <laughs> right. So just try and eat a little bit more and, and gradually put on you know a few more pounds. Do you feel a difference in your swing? I do. Depending on what weight you are. I do. I do. And um, as the tournament week goes on, I usually get a little bit lighter, and so um, you know a notch in my belt starts. I start losing that. <laughs> yeah. You know and. Uh, luckily, you know, it wasn't hot this week, but also it was cold. Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, over the course of a four-round um, tournament play, you know, I tend to drop a few pounds. Mm. And then if I play back-to-back weeks, it tends to be a little bit more than that. So um, eating has always been important, um, protein shakes and, and still lifting and still maintaining the, the muscle mass. And so those are things that uh, I tried to do for most of my career. And uh, right now i got to get back after it again. And then finally, when you do start practicing again, golf-wise, how does that figure out in terms of your schedule? Um, you... It'll start with putting, and I'll work, yeah. my, I'll work my way back, just like always. Just right. like just what, what Dad always taught me. You know, yeah. That's how I grew up. It's, it's always putting, chipping, and then progress through the bag all up to driver and then start playing. So um, I'll go back to basics um, and start with putting and you know work on my my alignment, my posture, look at a few things, start chipping, hit a few shots, uh, start shaping the golf ball around there, and then gradually build my way out to a driver and start playing. Tiger Woods speaking with Henny Zool. That was courtesy of Golf TV. Thank you for the courtesy of your company on this Monday. Absolute delight as ever. Looking forward to be back, with you, back with you again tomorrow and the rest of the week. Until then, have a great Monday, a great start to your work week. Be careful out there and bye for now.